Pastor Thomas. Um, I'm getting so, whoever I meet, I have one of two questions, either when are you going to India or when did you get back from India? That's, everybody greets me that way. And the uh, reason is because it was, I don't know, 1991, 92, uh, Dr. Thomas asked me to go to India with him. And uh, for about 25, close to 25 years now, I've been in India and I miss it when I'm not there. And uh, it's a real joy. Many times, uh, almost annually, we've had Dr. Thomas be with us before he leaves at Christmas vacation to go back to India. And uh, this year we were booked solid, didn't work out, but we lined him up to come back. He arrived Wednesday, this Wednesday. If he goes to sleep while he's preaching, because he's still in jet lag, it's about three in the morning for him. Uh, so he just got back on Wednesday, and uh, first church he's come to since he's been back. He's booked solid from here on. Two weeks from now he's got to be in Israel for a convention. Uh, while he was in India this time, I would email him back and forth, wondering why, why don't I hear a lot of news? He's not only the college, they have three master's programs now, starting a uh, doctor's program, as well as the number of students, way over a hundred and some orphans. But uh, he has been holding conferences all over India with his team, and God has been using him marvelously. I'm just so glad to have a good friend, Dr. Matthew Thomas, and his son. Uh, Michael's with him tonight. So would you welcome my good friend, Dr. Matthew Thomas. Praise God. Praise God. I guarantee you I will not sleep while I preach. Uh, what a joy. What a joy for me to be back here after a long time. When Sister Leanne was leading the worship, I went back 39 years ago in my own church where her dad came to speak two Sundays in 1976. That's the only time I heard him preach and it was powerful. Still I remember two Sundays he spoke on worship. It was very powerful. Then when I stand and met a young man on the back, Luke, I need a, a heel shoe, you know, to see him, you know. But Pastor Daryl, I think we are in the same boat. My grandpa was a pastor, that's my mom's side. And then my dad was a pastor. Then I took over in 1992. And we're preparing the next generation leaders. So when I see, I know Dr. Medius in heaven, Dr. Merrill Sr., and Pastor Daryl, and his son is going to be in Bible college this year. Oh, wow. What a joy. I mean, blessing goes from generation to generation. When people talk about uh, generational curse, I talk about generational blessing. Amen. From one generation to another generation. And I'm glad my son is with me uh, because I'm, I just arrived, so he's helping me in driving. So I will not sleep behind the wheel. <laughs> so I'm glad he's here. Work is expanding um, beyond my comprehension. 
we we never thought we will come where we are today so at the outset i want to give thanks to almighty god he chose me he called me for india it was not my call i do not want to leave chicago to go to india there are many reason reason number 7 is deep dish pizza we don't have anything there i don't want to go there but god called me god is so gracious to us i'm telling god is so gracious to us in spite of what is happening i don't know whether you are following the news or not i just got an email yesterday from dr dominic few more churches have been born in my state 13 days ago they killed one pastor cut into 24 pieces and burned in the jungle persecution is increasing day by day day by day i'm talking day by day it's not easy i think that we became number 1 in the world for persecution now um but nothing can shake us i think nothing can shake us they are trying to destroy us we are growing so fast now they cannot catch up with us to last year on easter sunday night we demolished our church building because of earthquake where the foundation became very weak we had cracks all over so last easter 2014 we demolished the building but in january 2014 i come to the church in the morning the second sunday and i said i want to build a church we never knew we will have an earthquake our foundation no, we never knew anything so some people said no please don't do that thing your dad built this church we want to enjoy this building i don't want to hurt the feelings of experienced elders of the church i mean senior citizens i don't want to hurt them i said lord i want to do it because church is getting small to me we need big bigger building you can handle god handle that problem tremor came we have to demolish the building now we are building four times bigger theater style um, i don't know whether we have picture or not look you have picture there at the altar we, we can put 150 people at the altar there and uh, completely theater style you have a picture with a dome uh now this is um, inside only and i can put another 400 people on the balcony there and here's the view of the picture we on the dome there we have garden i can have 200 people go there and pray it is like a prayer tower and uh, god has given us this uh building is not ready it'll be ready soon and michael came and 
work with our architect there, design the whole building. They have to redo many things. He wanted to make the best building, not only just our district, but three of the states does not have a scene. They have not seen the building like this. So people are coming from all over India to see it's not done. Building is not complete. But our goal is to de dedicate the building this year. Amen. It's a big project for us. Big project. We need your prayers. Because we want to dedicate the building debt free. One amen. I said we will dedicate this building debt free. Amen. Because when God gives you a vision, provision will be there. I said when God gives you a vision, provision will be there. So pray with us that God will help us to finish this building this year. And so we can dedicate it. This is our 50th Golden Jubilee for the fellowship also in India. My dad started the fellowship of pastors in 1966. So this year is a Golden Jubilee. And I want to dedicate in Golden Jubilee Conference of the fellowship. So pray with us. And then we are building a school. Um, we don't have a building uh, picture there. 33 classrooms. It'll be one of the best school in the district. Christian school, English media, high tech, everything, smart boards, e-education, you just name it. Uh, so pray for us. So we have two big challenges in front of this building and this school building. And then I have to feed a lot of people now. 137 students in the Bible college and 129 boys and girls in the orphanage. This year, we are launching two more master's program, plus a doctoral program, which will be accredited degree. It's not $50 degree. Uh, so pray with us as we do on June 28th this year. And Luke, I want you to come with your grandpa. Because your dad is going to come in the conference. So you just come, make plan from now only. I want church to pray for Luke as he makes the preparation because there's a lot of money to come to India. But I know he will have a great time because I believe I have done with many pastors' kids. I brought them at the age of 9, 10. And there's a pastor kid in Colorado Spring. He was only 11 years old. And today he is the lead pastor of the church at the age of 28. So there's something happens when they come to the mission field where something is happening. I don't have a sobbing story. What I have is all good news. But God is doing in the third world country. Pray for us. Romans chapter 15. Dr. Merrill, thank you. We are good friends for many, many years. For many, many years. He had been to India 28 times. And uh, we are looking forward to his trip. But I can understand because of Jerry's health, our church, our college is praying for them every morning. Every morning, every night, we pray for Dr. Merrill and his wife and Christian Life Church, Pastor Daryl. I want to let you know, church wants you back soon. We don't have to wait too long now because they will forget the first message you spoke in 
when my dad was alive. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope, I'm going to read from this translation. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me read one more time because it's going to bless you. Sometimes we read the scripture so fast and we miss what God is trying to talk to us or tell us something. It's very simple. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with a confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want tonight every believer to be full with joy and peace and overflow with hope. Overflow. I like the translation. It says overflowing. One translation says that you will brim over. We need that hope. When Things are becoming so hopeless. And the condition is getting hopeless. In this hopeless world, believers, we can have hope which overflows. Not just few drops, but overflows. We need hope every day. Either we need hope every day. Hope when you are depressed. We go through all. Believers, you don't say you don't go through that. If David went through that, we go through that. We need hope when we are depressed. Hope when you're discouraged. We get discouraged. Anyone who's here never get discouraged, please lift your hand. We all get discouraged. So when we get discouraged, we need hope. And we need that confident hope. Isn't that a wishful thinking? But a confident hope. Hope when you are distressed. Hope when you, are, when you feel defeated. Sometimes it happens. We feel we are defeated. Hope when you are deluded we need hope believers this hope you and I can have because the source is God himself world cannot give you hope money cannot give you hope education cannot give you hope your good home cannot give you hope but God of hope the source of hope he can fill you with this hope which we need in this time of the year. We need hope. Believers knows 
I know, I'm a Christian now for 59 years. I know the hope which I have is solid, is firm, is blessed, is glorious, is lively, is eternal. This hope I have. And I want you to enjoy your life. Yes, Pastor, Mer Pastor Daryl, I have challenges. Bills comes. My financial department comes and said, Dr. Thomas, we have all these bills to pay. I said, don't come to my office with bills. Don't bring the bills to me. Keep it in your office. I don't want to see the bills. I said, come to me with a hope, with a confidence that God will bring solution for all my bills. And I want to let you know, God has never disappointed us. I'm going to give you very, tomorrow I will have more time, so I, can, I will share in detail. Let me pick a few scripture and bowl this word, hope tonight. Turn to Romans chapter 12. Romans 12. Chapter 12, verse 12. Very powerful. Book of Romans chapter 12, verse 12. It says, let your hope be a joy to you. Did you get it? Did you get it? Is it, let your hope be a joy to you. We need that. Because if you have the joy, you will have the strength. Joy of the Lord is my strength. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let your hope be a joy to you. In other words, hope provides joy. Hope provides joy. And I want your life to be full of hope so you will have joy. I didn't say that you will be happy. I'm not for happiness. I'm for joy. Because happiness depends upon happenings. But joy comes from the Lord. I thank God for the hope he has given to me. Because this hope provides joy. I said this hope provides joy. Unspeakable and full of glory. What a God we have tonight. He is a source of hope. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And we'll read verse 4 and 5. Here we go. Listen what the Bible says here. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all of God's people. CLC, you can put your name there. But verse 5 says, which comes from your confident hope. In other words, hope generates faith 
and lo, we don't need rocket science brain to understand this passage. Bible is very simple. I think Bible is very simple, and we leaders have made that Bible very complicated. This is very simple. This is, this comes, faith and love comes from the confident hope. I want you to be full of hope, for that will produce knowledge, joy, but faith and love. Let's go further in 1 John chapter 3. Very powerful. You know this scripture, the chapter, God the Father has lavished his love into our hearts that we are called his children and we don't know who, they don't know what we have, but we know one thing, when he shall come, we shall be like him. Then it goes down to us. Those who have this blessed hope, those who have this hope, will make themselves pure as he is pure. In other words, hope which comes from God in our life, we can be like Jesus. Oh, I said, we can be like Jesus. Very clearly. He causes us, the hope causes you and I to live like Jesus. Because when you have this hope, you'll purify yourself as he is pure. In other words, hope will cause you to be like Jesus or live like Jesus. Let's go further. First, I'm watching the time. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Now here now. Just look what about as we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you go to New International or other translations, hope inspires you to endure. Oh, I like that one. Hope inspires you to endure. Yes, in the world we will have problems. We will have difficulties. When America is writing books, once you become Christian, you will not have problems, you will not have difficulties, you will not have crisis, you will not have challenges. I want to let you know, if you are a believer, you will have problems. If you live a godly life, you will have persecution. Bible is very clear. But hope inspires you to endure. What a God we have tonight. The source of hope is telling us, hey, if you have this hope, it will inspire you to endure the difficult times. Difficult times. Psalm 43. Psalm 43. Verse 5. 
Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. In other words, hope will uplift you when you are depressed. When you are discouraged, this confident hope will uplift you. Will lift you up. Many times it happened. People came. Oh, I'm done. They tried to discourage us. They said, your dad is gone. Nothing will happen now. The support has been stopped from America. And the ministry is going to die. I want to let you know. When people came with all those negative things around me. Dr. Mel knows a lot of things. Because we share hope. Which is in my heart. Overflowing every day. Lifts me all the time. And bring me to a place. To see what God has for me. And for the ministry. Friends may leave you. Sponsor may drop you. But there's a God. Who can fill your heart. With hope. Which can lift you up in any situation. Psalm 73. 71. Psalm 71 verse 14. Psalm 71 verse 14. But I will keep on hoping for your help. Do you hear what it says? I will keep on hoping for your help. I will praise you more and more. Hope prompts you to praise God. Oh, you didn't get it. I said, hope prompts you to praise God. It's easy to praise God. When all musicians are there and everyone is clapping and the pantry is full and bills are paid on time and you are debt free. It's easy to praise God. But I want to let you know if your, your soul is filled with confident hope in adverse condition also that will prompt you to praise his holy name. He is worthy. Of your praise and all. He created you to praise him. And devil is trying to put that thing down from your life. But when your life is full of hope. It will prompt you to praise you. You can praise him when you are on the mountain top. You will praise him when you are in the valley. You will praise him when the pantry is empty. You will praise him when the wallet is empty. Because you have a hope. In the almighty God. He said, God said, I have a plan for you. Not to destroy you, but to give you a brighter future. What a God we have. I said, what a God we have. This hope is building every day in my life. I said, every day this hope is overflowing. And people always come and ask my wife, how in the world your husband sleeps when he touches the pillow? He is in third heaven. I tell them simply, I have the confident hope. Nothing bothers me. Nothing can shake me. Nothing can move me. We are unmovable, unshakable. Because we have hope. 
a confident hope. Let me go further to book of Hebrews chapter 6. Book of Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 9. We'll take the first portion. Verse 19. This hope. Oh, you didn't get it. Everybody say that. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Did you get it? The hope which we have is strong and trustworthy and anchor for our soul. Let the wave comes. Nothing. Because we have a hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have a hope in his word. And we believe the source of hope has filled us with this confident hope. And that is an anchor for my soul. And that can become anchor for your soul. Romans chapter 8, verse 25. Romans 8, 25. It says there, But if we look forward to something we don't have yet, we must wait patiently and confidently. But I like this translation. But if we, if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. In other words, hope helps you to have patience. The hope will help. Hope will help to have patience in your life. What a God we have. I said, what a God we have. I, can, I will complete tomorrow. I have a lot of things to share about hope. My time is almost gone. This hope, I want you to have hope every day. As every day. We need the hope. As we need this confident hope. As we need this confident hope. As we need this confident hope. Because we need to see our life victorious. Not just Sunday morning on Easter Sunday we just had last Sunday. We had a great service. We had a Pastor Daryl, the people who spoke against us for 68 years. In front of a church building, they will come and they will speak against Holy Spirit and tell Christians not to come to our church. But we never gave up hope. We never gave up hope. Palm Sunday, they come to us. They are known as Evangelical Christian Church, ECC. They said, Dr. Thomas, we need you to speak six nights in our church. Six nights from Monday night to Sunday night. I said, sir, I will not be able to come every night, but I will do Thursday night and Friday night, but I will send my associate pastor. Listen to me. Don't give up. I said, don't give up. I don't care what doctor says. I said, I don't care what doctor says. I don't believe doctor's report. I believe his report. He is our healer. It's happening. I was sharing with Pastor Gerald. I had a great time, a little bit of time I had. I just said, last three months, we are speaking on prayer. Every week, 
we have 13 services. Either we have 13 services. And every service we spoke January, February, March on prayer. And this now starting today. We'll be speaking for next four months on miracles of Jesus. And we have seen miracles already in our church, in our city. A lady came with a kidney problem. Doctor said she has to go for surgery. And they asked big amount deposit, down payment, because there is no medical insurance there. She comes to the church. She is not a Christian lady. She says, we don't have money. Will you pray? Sim, I didn't have the oil. Oh, you didn't get it. I didn't have the oil. I didn't have the green water. I didn't have the handkerchief. Nothing. I just had Jesus. We prayed. And I told her, you go and have a checkup. She goes to the Bhopal, which is three hours from my town, to specialists, and they could not find anything wrong with her kidney. We have a big God. I said, we have a big God. I said, we have a big God. We got a call. I was on my way to Bhopal Airport. Just 10 minutes from the airport, I got a call from a believer in Bhopal. That my dad is in intensive care. They have prepared him for the surgery, open heart surgery. They shaved his chest completely, and they are going to do the surgery. Will you come? I said, I have to catch a flight. But I will just come for a minute. My wife and I, we went in the intensive room. We saw this man come. I could see the tears on his wife. I said, I have a hope in God. I have a hope in God. And God will do a miracle. I didn't shake anything. I didn't do that thing, you know. Because he's on the table. God has given me common sense how to pray for people. I pray a simple prayer. Took off. It's one hour, 20 minutes flight from Bhopal to Delhi. When I landed in Delhi, there was a text message from the family. Surgery is canceled. We have a big God. I said, we have a big God. That's why I said, do not give up. Do not lose your hope. Nothing can shake a believer. Yes. When the world says is a hopeless condition, I can tell the world I have an endless hope. When you say hopeless, I say I have an endless hope. I have a confident hope. And you can have that hope overflowing every day. Let's stand in the presence of Almighty God. I said, let's stand in the presence of Almighty God. I said, the, when Pastor Daryl came and started saying, he has sent something in the spirit. I was rejoicing in my spirit. I said, Lord, you have brought me. This is my first service in America. No doubt I'll be going to Jerusalem for seven days. I'll be in Malaysia. I'll be traveling. Every weekend I'm traveling somewhere till June 23rd. But God has brought me to this church with a purpose tonight. I said, God has brought me to this church with a purpose so you can have a hope that your soul will be full of hope. Every eye closed, every head bowed before the Almighty God. Who will say, Pastor, I have lost my hope.
my condition is really bad. I, I, I prayed, I prayed, nothing happened. But I want to see my miracle. I want to see my miracle. You can lift your hand, I want to pray for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I want you to come soon because I have to close the meeting. Please come at the altar, I want to pray for you. Just come, just come, just come. Make your way to this altar. Make your way to the altar, I want to pray for you. We have a big God. And the evangelical Christian church who spoke about against us, Sunday, Easter, Sunday morning, 17 people were baptized, which never happened in their church. Amen. Revival broke through in the church. Listen to me, we have a big God. Either we have a big God. Either we have a big God. Either we have a big God. Brother, is going to happen. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bring the healing power. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you will do miracle. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Your strength, her strength. Your power, her power. Your joy, her joy. Your peace, her peace. And I pray you will fill my sister with your hope, O oh God. We thank you, God, for the fresh touch upon their lives. Don't give up my sister, Lord. God has seen your tears. Believers, I need help. Believers, I need help. Oh God, honor these tears. This Honor these tears. This Oh God, God. Oh God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, this is the night for her. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. You will perform your miracle. Praise your name, Jesus. Your miracle, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. we thank you. Your way, your way, your way, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. From the top of his head to the sole of his feet, we bring your power, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You have tried everything. And I know you have been hurt. But God will never disappoint you. I was going to read that scripture about hope. If you have hope, it will never put you to shame. Father, I pray for a special blessing upon this young life. When there is no way out, there's a way through. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that way through. We thank you, God. We bring the anointing upon her life. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 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 Power. Hura ba shatara. I bring the anointing. Hura ba Thank you, God. When my prayer will be answered, many people have prayed. You have prayed. You have cried before God. But tonight is the night. God said, "I'm going to fill you with my hope." Thank you, Lord. 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 You are not here by accident, my brother. The one who created you can recreate your eyes. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. 
every infection under your blood. Under your blood. We thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Ura power is so strong on you, sister. Restoration of our sight. We believe you died for on the cross of Calvary, and because of your stripes, we are healed. Thank you, Lord. Power. Oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Power. Lord, you do your work, Lord. Your work. Your work in her life, oh God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead, sister. Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I want to let you know, people think God only moves on Sunday morning. I said, God moves on Saturday night also. He can perform miracles Saturday night also. I have seen in many places, God performs miracles on Saturday night also. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Your dreams will come to reality. Don't give up. Don't lose your hope. Let it flow every day. Overflow. Overflowing hope. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this life. Friends may not understand your situation, but there's a God in heaven. He knows everything. Lord, you will, you will change the situation. You can reverse the situation. Because you are El Shaddai. We thank you, Lord. You will do your work, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Power. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, you have been so good to God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus.